What's up, everybody? Welcome to the John D. Podcast. I'm your host, John D. Miller. There we go. All right. Sorry, I've been trying to get this episode for the last few days, and uh, I thought I had it done, and then I turned out I didn't, long story short, and then uh, every time I turn around, you know, my son, he's like, oh, you could go do a, he calls him a broadcast. He's like, you can go do a broadcast, and I could play on the PlayStation. The kid's just upset. He's like, yeah, I could just play some PlayStation. You know, or like we, were, we, we went for a drive today in the car. We just drove around. Just drove around for an hour. Went out to this other place, like a little out, little west from here. We drove back around. Kind of a big loop-de-loop circle with the, some variances there. And uh, I said, what do you want to do tonight? And I literally sat there as he said it from his, his seat in the car. Well, we could play PlayStation. It's, <sighs> but anyways, uh, he's getting, he's, he has to do some summer work this year. I know you're, this is really thrilling, but I'm just, I'm just telling you. So he has to do some, some schoolwork this summer and he's getting a Chromebook from his school and oh yeah, he's going to be doing some work, um, from that, but yeah, he's just too much screen time, man. Too much screen time. All right. Uh, episode number nine, it is a uh, June 19th, 2020. Um, I wanted to say to any of my black friends, any people of color out there, black people, um, happy June 19th, happy Juneteenth, right? I, it's a great day. I actually first learned about Juneteenth when I was in, which I said in the last episode, I, I went to Richmond Public Schools for all of elementary, K through fifth. And I remember third grade. Was it third grade? Yeah, because yeah, because I had Miss Snell. She was a, a little difficult times to deal with, but anyways, um, she was telling kids it's like the last day of school, next to the last day of school, whatever. She was telling, um, she was telling the, the, the well, pretty much the black kids, but telling them you know make sure in the summer in a week or however long it was, week and a half, that uh, to make sure that they s- celebrated Juneteenth, and Juneteenth is when. It's actually the date that uh, a, a, a Union general finally got down to Texas to the the last of the, some of the slaves that they had down there after the Emancipation Proclamation had been passed two and a half years before. And he went down there and gave him a note and said, um, you're all free. And it was the day that they found out about it. So, um, and tr- I know Trump wants to sit there and go, I have made... I made Juneteenth more known than anybody else has ever done it. Yeah, really? That's why you were trying to have a freaking rally on Juneteenth, you dickhead. I've made... He's such a narcissistic jackass. Yeah, I said it. Fuck that guy. FTG. I've done more for Juneteenth. I knew about it a long time ago. I. Yeah, I knew about it a long time ago. I don't, uh, why it was never more popular... Until now, but that that's the way that the issue is, and the issues that are in this country right now. You know, we got the Black Lives Matter movement, uh, which has really kind of brought it back to the surface and made it even more of a pertinent issue. Uh, and then, you know, so shut shut up, Trump. You're a freaking idiot. Freaking idiot. So um, I hope that people who went to a Juneteenth celebration had a good time. I do think it should be a holiday. Of some sort. Now, but the thing is, is Juneteenth would rotate through. They want it to be a national holiday. So what? I, I guess they would have to do it like uh, Martin Luther King Day, right? 
where they observe it on the Monday, you know, after or whatever. So it'd be Juneteenth observed, maybe. I'm all for it, though. I'm all for it. Um, I actually told, was telling Liam about today in the car. We were driving around, and I was telling him, like, hey, you know, this is what it's about. Because he'd heard about it, and he was wondering, you know, what's going on with this. So I made sure that he knew what it was. Um, also, a great thing happened this past week. The Supreme Court ruled that LGBTQ people cannot be fired from their jobs for being LGBTQ. That's fantastic. That's the way it should always be and should have always been. Uh, I, I really do. Of course, Mr. I, you know, Judge, I still like Beer Kavanaugh, was saying that it was something that needed to be uh, decided on a corporate level, not on a, you know, cor- you know that it's the company's thing. And I just, uh, another FTG, another FTG on that guy. He deserves one as well because it, that's what the law is for, idiot. He said that civil the civil rights amendment did not cover that type of stuff because at the time it was written the language it didn't it didn't cover that it didn't. It, ugh. Shut up, Mister. I ugh. the only reason he is on the on the Supreme Court was that he was he was he's a conservative judge and Trump needed somebody to get on there and he wanted somebody on there that wasn't a thousand years old uh, and could be vetted to a certain extent. Whether or not he attacked that girl in high school, I don't know. I still wonder what boofing really is, but... (sighs) All right. So, great thing. Uh, Great rule for the LGBTQ community. Um, And I don't know. I don't care if somebody's gay. I mean, and nobody else should either. That's That's their business. That is their business. Business. And, you know, if... if, You know, love is love, people. I think that's what you just got to remember right now. Love is love. Nobody's, you know, nobody's trying to tell people. Nobody should be telling people who they can and can't love. I, I wasn't raised that way. I definitely was not. Um, so, you know, all right. So good on that. That was good. Um, also, last episode. This is episode Nueve. Uh, this is uh, on the last episode, episode eight. Well, what's episode eight, people? What's it? What is it in Spanish? Ocho, good job, class. Uh, somebody, actually, the person that said this to me said it to me through a text. And I I mean, I have I guess I knew the guy back in the day that well. It's, it was a guy. But I had not spoken to the guy in, I haven't spoken to the guy in literally five years, six years, something like that. But I've had the same number for a while, quite a while. I picked that a little bit. What am I doing? Urgh. Um, anyways, he sent me a text and was saying how in the last episode, I only mentioned Antifa. Now, I guess what I was trying to say, and I went back and listened to it and it's up. I don't want to take it down and re whatever. I'm not going to rehash it, but just so everybody knows when I was talking about Antifa last episode, uh, whatever, what I was trying to say was anybody like Antifa. So anybody who was trying to jump onto the black lives matter movement to, uh, make their own agenda, you know, push their own agenda forward is what I was saying that I don't like seeing, you know, I, I don't like seeing the, the, the looting and the, and the burning of stuff, but whatever. Um, but yeah, what I was saying was I don't like Antifa, you know, cause Antifa is trying to start shit and then you got white nationalists trying to start shit. Um, you know, Facebook shut down some, some pages that were actually run by 
white nationalist groups that were saying they were Antifa. It, it's just what I'm saying, though, is that I just don't like, like, you know, the protesting and, and continuing a movement forward for Black Lives Matter is what's important. And that's what needs to say the focus on. And these jackasses that are out there trying to, trying to <laughs> jackasses trying to hijack. Way to go, John. These people out there trying to, you know, push their own stuff across. That's just wrong. That's just wrong. Let's keep focused and stay on, stay on target. Stay on target. All right. So that's my little rant. So if you're out there trying to start some shit or do it, fuck you. Nobody gives a fuck about your little whatever. I mean, oh boy. Here's a little story for you. Big shout out to Mr. Burt Kreischer. Um, <laughs> so the other night, I'm sitting there. Uh, I'm just sitting here at home. It's about 8.30 Eastern uh, Daylight Time. And I sent out a tweet. So Burt Kreischer, in case you don't know who he is, he's a an international comic, but he has multiple Netflix specials. He has um, several podcasts he do. He, he, do. he does. Uh, one of them is called, and you should definitely check them out. They're very good. Uh, one's called Burtcast. One is called the Bill Burt po- uh, Podcast, which is the one that he does with uh, one of my favorite comics uh, of all time, which is Bill Burr, and they do um, uh, a podcast together. But he also does one that's really good with another great comic named Tom Segura, right? And sorry, I'm sliding old age onto my face and putting on my glasses. Um, Anyways, so he, <laughs> they do a podcast that are called Two Bears, One Cave. If you ever have a chance to check it out, it's really, really cool. And it's a great podcast as well. And um, uh, so you can actually watch it on YouTube or you can just listen to it on wherever you, wherever you get your fine podcasts. Uh, so I sent out a tweet on Monday night at 8.30. And so Bert, was Burt Kreischer. Burt was, hey, I, forget, I don't remember the name of the actual company, but he had a model. Is that the right word for it? He had a model of flip-flop that this company had taken his face and put on the side, I think is what it was. And the model name was called The Dylan. Um, but anyways, it is so, he was talking about how it had sold out fast and all stuff like that. So, <laughs> And I hope people see the joke in this because I really think he did because he liked it. Well, it was like a heart. I guess it was a heart because it's a heart. So, like, but so this is what I this is what I wrote from me. Uh, is that bruh? Sorry, the wife's texting me. She's at work. So this is which my Twitter, by the way. If you want to follow me on Twitter, it's John D Comedy, J O N D C O M E G yeah J O N D C O M E D Y. The D C is capitalized. There's a long story behind that, but. It's my Twitter handle. I don't want to, even though I don't really do comedy that much anymore. Maybe I should get a. Anyways, all right. So here, all right. So here's the story. So about eight thirty, I sent out this tweet, and it says, "At Burt Kreischer, do you have Tom Segura's number?" <laughs> At Tom Segura's number. So I tagged him in it. I really want to have him as a guest on my podcast. <laughs> also, could you retweet that my podcast is called? The John D podcast and it's on Spotify. Thanks, man. Hope everyone loves your flip flops. <laughs> so I guess views on Twitter are called impressions. It's like times people actually saw the tweet. Um, the count that I'm looking at right here, right now, right in front of me on my phone 
is 6,607 times people saw it. <laughs> uh, it got uh, 846 engagements, which is times people interacted with, with this tweet. I don't know what that means. Do they have a conversation with it? They're like, oh, hey, tweet. How are you? <laughs> that was funny. Uh, so, yeah, I got 330 profile clicks. Uh, it just went up again. Six, jeez. Okay. Uh, detail expands. 312 times people view the details about this tweet. And it got 14 likes. But some of them were, well, I don't want to drop names. Anyways, I it was huge. I sat there the next day. I was just, I started tracking it the next day. And I was like, oh, 2,000. And I run into the kitchen. Liz was doing something. I was like, 3,000. She's like, okay. And I run back to the kids. The 4,000. And I thought it had kind of, thought it kind of, I thought it kind of uh, slowed down. Um, but it just keeps slowly climbing. But I don't know. I thought it was cool. So good on you, Bert. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Uh, that was, that was pretty cool. It was just kind of cool to see. I don't know. I have, I don't know how much more listenership I got to this debacle of a podcast that I, that I have. Norm! I know. I know. I know you like it. I know. I know you like the podcast. I come down and I hang out with you. I know. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think he's trying to tell me have a little more confidence in myself and maybe things will, will get better, right? Okay. I got you. Okay. Thank you. You know, you're right. I, you're right. I shouldn't be putting myself down like that. Okay. Anyways. Um... What was I talking about? Anyway, yeah, so thanks to Burt Kreischer for doing that. He didn't have to do that, but I mean, I know he, you know, I think he saw the joke in it that I was asking him to get, get me out with Tom Sakura. <laughs> oh, boy. Which, of course, I would love to have Burt Kreischer on this or be on his or whatever, but he's, you know, he's a busy man and I'm I'm way below that level. So, but, it, you know, it, it was pretty cool. It was fun. That was a fun thing. So, I don't know. I'm waiting for the analytics from the app that I use. To see if I got bumped up on listenership at all. I, I can't imagine I wouldn't have. At least somehow. Like, not a little bit? Yeah, I don't know. All right, where are we at? Four, fifth, 14 and a half minutes. I'm, I'm trying not to do a long... I know, I always say I'm not doing a long episode, and then I'm talking for 48 minutes, and it's whatever. But the kid's napping upstairs, and um, I just... I don't know. I, I need to be doing... I got some other stuff to do. And a bunch of stuff to talk about. So... Quick fire. Anyways, yeah, thanks, Burke Kreischer. Um, which, one of the reasons why I was even kind of got on me on to, to, to mess with Burke that way was because he, American Airlines and, is it Delta? Have banned alcohol on flights. <laughs> no! No. I never really drank much on planes, though. I mean, I, I didn't, I don't, even when I was doing a lot of comedy, I mean, I flew cross country, like, you know, DC to LA, stuff like that a few times. And the only time I really drank was when I, uh, by circumstances that I'll just, whatever. Uh, I actually, I got to sit in first class, which is, so it's like free. I don't know. It's free. Somebody's paying for it. Right. Um, but so I just, you know, I would, uh, yeah. So I would get a little, I would drink a little bit on, on uh, that things, but, Oh, what's the airline? Damn it, I had it pulled up. No alcohol 
on planes. What some that's some of these people I I know that I mean they travel all the time, and uh, that that's the only way they can get on a plane <laughs> is if they have alcohol. Let's just drink before you get on, right? <clears throat> this is from CNN. Don't believe it; it's fake. Well, okay, I think you're probably okay. Airlines, including EasyJet, it's not like in England. It's like their version of Southwest. KLM in Europe, Delta Airlines and American Airlines in the States, and Asia's Virgin Australia are suspending all or part of their alcoholic drink service in response to COVID-19. What? It's part of the widespread revision of the industry's food and drink service to minimize interaction between crew and passengers. All right, well, so that makes sense. With face masks already mandatory pretty much all flights around the world, the new legislation introduced in 2020 to curb antisocial behavior on flights. What do I mean antisocial? Aggressive. I've seen somebody get aggressive on a flight. Threaten to punch a dude across the aisle. Not across the aisle. Like the dude was sitting across the aisle. and I don't remember why they were arguing. I think the guy said that he's, uh, this other dude was checking out his girlfriend. Who was not? Who was not? Uh, I don't know. She wasn't really worth checking out. I don't know. I'm just saying. Many airlines are limiting drink options to water only. This face masks must be kept on other than when passengers are eating and drinking. It's a way of ensuring passengers are ling- lingering over their refreshments for no longer than necessary. And in Europe, EasyJet resumed domestic routes across the UK and France. I thought so. Customers can bring food and non-alcoholic drinks on board. Okay. Only ref- at the beginning on fresh offer will be water, which has to be requested from the crew. Uh, food service will be coming up in months. Version, uh, wait. Uh, okay. Delta isn't serving alcohol in domestic flights or within the Americas, but beer, wine, and spirits can be found on all other international flights. Well, I would hope so, because if you're flying nine, ten hours somewhere, you're going to need a freaking drink. Uh, American Airlines, the airline is limiting food and drink service in the main cabin according to flight length and destination access to alcohol. However, is the the preserve of long haul or the national flights and the folks in first class. Well, of course, they're not going to turn those people down. They're paying like five times what the people in back are paying. Don't get me wrong. They're getting a much comfier seat. And have you seen, have you seen, has anybody seen some of the, uh, has anybody seen, has anybody seen some of the, um, the first class accommodations they have for these flights? Go go on um uh, like YouTube and look up uh some of these, you know, first class in the uh Airbus, the big A three sixty, I believe is what it's called. It's the it's the double decker one. Freaking ridiculous. You have like entire suites. You have like an, a one room suite. You have a TV, you can lie down completely flat, you can watch whatever you want. It's a completely closed off suite. And it but it, I mean it's only for if you're drive if you're driving. <laughs> okay. If you're flying from like New York to like Dubai which is like a 12-hour flight or something like that. So, um, In Asia, Cathay Pacific, okay, that's a, it's an airline, will still have drinks available throughout the flight, but the pre-meal bar and pre-pour drinks are temporarily suspended. Virgin Australia is serving all complimentary, all guests complimentary water and snacks, but additional food and drinks aren't currently available for onboard purchase. So if you're traveling this summer, I would not get on a plane if you paid me. Not I had not happening. Nope, 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 nope. Pack plenty of water and healthy snacks. Keep your face mask on. Blah. 
And uh, yeah, actually, they tell you you really shouldn't drink much on planes anyway, because you can get dehydrated, which is a major contributor to jet lag. All right. So, <laughs> yeah. But I thought that was really. Mm. Um. Then this is the other thing I saw. I was. Um, a friend of mine found a. Um, what, what was he looking at? If he put a pic, he put a picture of it up. I forgot what it was. God darn it, John and you brain. Anyway, it was some can of something that he'd found from like 1992. What was it? Was it cheese balls? It was something like that. So I, I was looking at like, all right, so what exists? What doesn't exist anymore that used to, like, what 90s stuff, right? That we used to have. remember all that stuff you had when you were a kid. Uh, planters cheese balls. There we go. I was literally just talking about that. Woo! That was uh, okay. Pepsi Blue. When your soda pop is described as cotton candy flavored, that stuff. That stuff was gross. Confidential Blue One agent banned in several countries. Okay. It was continued in two thousand four. Juice carton gum. Do you guys remember those? That was like bubble gum. Looked like a little juice carton. It was made by. They were made by Tops. If I remember correctly. Yep, says right there. Made by Tops back in the 80s. Oh, this is going back further than that. <clears throat> Oreo O's. Oh, yeah. Makes sense. You normally put Oreos in milk, so. It came out in 98. Discontinued 2007. I actually, I remember having some boxes of them thingies. Although rumors has it, you can still get it in South Korea. Mm. Not in North Korea. South Korea. Or you can just dunk Oreos in the milk and just get to cut out the fucking middle, man. Yeah. What'd you have for breakfast? Oreos. Oh, okay. Developed by Coca. Oh, what is it? Oh, Surge. Surge. Uh, it was, yeah, Coke came out. So Coca-Cola brought it out to compete with Mountain Dew, which is owned by Pepsi. So it's slacked more than, and then Surge just continued in 2003. Uh, what is it? Oh, the door, the Doritos 3Ds. I don't know why they call them 3Ds. Um, there might have been long forgotten, seeing as there are now approximately 2.4 million other Doritos flavors. That's not right. The triangular chips with a hollow center filled with cheese flavored air. <laughs> I think the whole bag is filled with cheese flavored air, there, dude. What am I reading this on? 22words.com Wonder Ball. Do you remember that? It was like the ball you and it had the it was chocolate and then you cracked it open and it had little shitty candies in it. It was not good. And it was discontinued because of a choking hazard because of the candy. Fruitopia. Yeah, I remember those. Yeah, they were trying to um I think they were trying to go after Snapple. Before Coca-Cola marketed Fruitopia towards kids. The word is try and begin being phased out. 2003. Oh boy. Butterfinger BBs. Do y'all, uh huh. I'm a huge, I love Butterfinger. Uh, along with some other stuff that has, that's sugary. I have gone places and, uh, you know, did things that I would not normally do because of something. You know what I mean? Like, Endorsed by none other than Bart Simpson as a both delicious treat and a possible weapon, these Butterfinger what? This Butterfinger meets Whopper crunchy peanut butter balls were popular in the mid nineties, but continued in two thousand six. They since 
They've since kind of come back in the form of Butterfinger Bites. Not the same. Exactly. And that's what it said. Altoid Sour. No. I just used to, uh, I don't know. Everybody, everybody ever do that? You had the, um, you had the tin. And you, you didn't have Altoids in it. You had other stuff. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Wink, wink. Clearly Canadian. Holy shit. Streamy pop of the 80s and 90s. This flavored sparkling water is currently on a mission to return, fueled by a fan-inspired campaign to pre-order enough clearly Canadian originals up front. I'm not paying for fucking shitty soda water up front that the company can safely produce them. How many? A bare minimum of 25,000 cases. Yeah, good luck with that. Cinnamon Graham Dunkaroos. Oh, man. How many? Oh. Yeah. I never had those things. My, my lucky, my friends did. My mom wasn't buying that shit. No, no. Mm-mm. High C Ecto Cooler. It was the, the, what's his name? Slimer from the, from Ghostbusters. It was a green high C. Uh, went away in 2001. Uh, <laughs> says right here, what are the, Citrus drink have to do with the slimy ghost. Not a darn thing, but for kids, it meant ghost, green stuff, and sugar. Woo! Giggles. Giggles. Um, do you remember those? They were like chocolate and vanilla, and then they had a smiley face on the front of them. Ugh. PB crisps. Oh man, those were good. Do you remember that? It was like uh they were like a basically like a nutter butter, but they were like a Yeah, man. Those things were good. 1994? Don't have for two years? Hmm. Uh, whistle pops. Ha! <laughs> yeah, he, he sucked it down and it was like, oh, your whistle's broken. Well, what's the point of eating this shitty thing? Uh, and usually you got them and then whistle was already broken because, you know, people taught whatever. Rice Krispie Treat cereal. Where am I at? 26 minutes. All right. I'm going to, it's going to end up being a normal episode. <laughs> hmm. Kellogg's in 93 and then disappeared a couple of years, uh, couple of years ago. Really? Was that soon? That late? Well, when's the date on this? Hmm. All right. Uh, what? If you visit the Kellogg's website, we'll tell you they aren't discontinued and there's even a tool to help you find them, but it's like a treasure hunt because they are not on store shelves. Oh. Go figure. Uh, Amazon. Okay. Squeeze it. Ugh, those things are gross. And I'll show you a lot. Someone who valued nutrition drinks. No. They were, yeah, they were messy, man. You squeeze and they get all like over your shirt. And then like a lot of times the, they like a hole in the, ugh. Lifesaver holes. Do you remember that? <laughs> the munchkins of candy. Uh, yeah. So I guess this, this was, you know. Point of life there was it okay? Was a hole was it so you didn't choke? However, much like the donut hole to donuts, I said that the holes had to go somewhere more than tic tacs, they disappeared later in the decade. Yeah, I didn't, and they weren't even well, I guess they were. I don't, yeah, I never saw the point. Heinz Easy Squirt, mm hmm, Easy Squirt. I used to call my friend of that, my friend had that name in high school, anyways. Um. 
At least in 2000, in colors like purple and green, kids actually liked squirting this ketchup and or their fries and burgers. Oh, it was ketchup. That's right. I was thinking it was... Anyways. Parents, the ones with the money, weren't so thrilled about mixing them together and getting brown. (laughs) Yeah. They went off the market in 2006. The Hershey's Bar None, created by Hershey in 87. It's a cocoa wafer. Yeah. Crystal Pepsi. Norm! Yeah? It was, you're right. It sucked. It was not good. They were supposed to make it. It's supposed to be like more nutritious. Shark Bites. It's like, yeah, um, half of my gummy thing's gone. Because some, some fake shark fucking... Give me the rest of my candy. Munchums. Yeah, they were Keebler. Cheddar Ranch. I like the ranch ones. They weren't... They were okay. Uh, oh yeah, what was it the New York Seltzer? New York Seltzer, nineteen eighty one, a non caffeinated line that was more soda than seltzer. It developed a cult following until the company went bankrupt in ninety three. Yeah, well, should have tried harder. Uh, the PB Max bar from Reese's. Those things were gross. Mickey's Parade ice pops. Once again, never had them. Uh, Magic Middles. Keebler Magic Middles. Tiny Elves created these delicious shortbread cookies filled with liquid fudge or peanut butter. Uh, they're in the 90s. Uh, okay. French Toast Crunch. What? I thought we still have French Toast Crunch. What are they talking about? Oh, cinnamon and syrup. Um, yeah. No, wait. Maple flavor was recently brought back. Oh, okay. Brought back with popular demand. But okay, so when I for a few years, I didn't know that. My son loves it, though. Uh, was that it? Well, your favorite restaurant chains. Oh, that's a whole other story. I'm not getting into that. All right. Huh. A little trip down memory lane, wasn't it? Did you enjoy that, people? Did you enjoy that? All right. I need to go and... Oh, excuse moi That was... That was terrible. I'm drinking Miller Lite. Sorry. It's nighttime. It's nighttime. Well, not nighttime. It's evening. So, throwing one back here. Throwing one back here on the shoulder, don't you know? Anyways. Okay. So, I, you know, sometimes I like to tell stories. Tell stories. There's stories. But I like to tell, talk about things that had happened to me that were pretty crazy back when I used to do stand-up. And one of the times I want to tell you about was when... I got to talk to George Carlin at LAX Airport. In case you don't know what LAX is, it's in Los Angeles. Okay, anyways, all eight of you listening. So it was my first time in Los Angeles. I had been out there for a week, a little over a week. And um, I was flying, my uncle at the time worked for American Airlines, and I was flying on what's called a D3 standby pass. And my flight was supposed to leave from LAX, uh, in uh, on a, it was like a Monday or Tuesday morning, and I was supposed to leave at like eight thirty a.m., nine a.m., something like that, and then, um, uh, so anyways, I had, I was staying with my buddy Jim, my buddy Jim Tucker. If you're out there, you hear this. I uh, hope miss you, buddy. I hope you're good. I haven't talked to you in forever. Um, anyways, so I had called the night before, called American Airlines. Said, okay, you're good. You're on the pass list. Not booked, very heavy. You should be good to go. I'm like, all right. So Jim was going out of town, 
So I've been my buddy Tom Hancock, Tom Hancock, and I had been staying at his house for the week and so apartment. And so he um, so anyway, so we went to um, t- Jim took me to the airport and the next morning he dropped me off. He was like, "All right, man." I was like, "All right, good to see you." Whatever. Went to the LAX, went to the airport, and walked up to the board where it had the listing. Like, okay, what gate am I going to? Blah blah blah, and it said canceled. Yeah. And I said, well, shit. Along with some other words. So I went to the ticket agent. <clears throat> and I said, um, what's what's going on? They said, the flight's canceled. I said, no, no, no joke. Yeah, I, I can see that, right? I didn't think it was a typo. And the lady goes, Look, well, you know, maybe you can get on the 1245 flight, but it's a much, much busier flight. It's much more booked than this one was. You should, you know, you, you did. This is the thing. What the lady said? She goes, "You you would have had a much better chance of getting on the one that was canceled." Just so you know. Well, no sh. Oh, are you fucking serious? Ugh. Anyways, I literally had like ten or twelve bucks in my pocket, so I went to the Chili's in the airport. I got me the cheapest thing I could find. Uh, shittily tipped. The uh, the server for some breakfast burrito thing that I'd gotten, <clears throat> and I went to it was like a little I don't know information desk whatever. And I went to the lady. I was like, look, I you know I have to I'm waiting on this flight to whatever you know get out get out of L.A. and and my flight got canceled. I was like, what what's a good place to go? And she was like, how much money do you have? And I said, none. And <laughs> she said, oh, I would go down. She oh she goes are you a smoker and I'm like yes, and she said okay well I would go down to the arrivals baggage claim uh, this time of the day they have a section that's just closed they're not using it it's kind of closed off so it's kind of private in a way but you can walk outside smoke and then come back in and you don't have to do all the security and all that all that crap I'm like okay so that's what I do I go downstairs to the arrivals area and. Uh, I'm sitting there, and I don't know. It's been a while, a couple of hours, maybe. And I'm sitting there, and I was reading a book, which I thought was funny. That was, uh, it was called, um, what is it? How to be it? Basically, it was like one of those how to be a successful comic books, you know, comedian books. And it was, I don't know why those books are always written by people you've never freaking heard of, you know. Like why? Like okay. Like George Carlin never wrote a how to be a comic book. But then again, if you're great at comedy, why would you give your secrets away? I guess I don't know. But I was reading that, and then I stopped reading that. I started reading something else. I think it was a Stephen King book. And so I'm I'm sitting there, and I got my bag next to me, and I kind of was like slumped over. But the way the chairs were, they were really comfortable. They had like these high arm things, but they were padded pretty good. And I was just trying to lay there, just you know. <laughs> stupid trees and I was trying to just get through uh, the, the wait time and this is 99 man there was no smartphone there was no you know it was, it was you know I couldn't go and sit in a bar I just I had no money I'd, so um, but, so down the escalator comes some people and then right towards the back of them there was a there was a couple of gentlemen and one of them had on a suit um, dark gray and a tie 
and he was talking to the other guy. And the guy, the other guy had a, a white hat on. Um, he had on a green and tan sleeve suede, like suede, like it looked like a Letterman's jacket, but it was a it was green and then tan sleeves. And they come down the escalator. And I hear the man going, okay, Mr. Carlin, yes, Mr. Carlin, I'm going to go and get the car. Do you want to hang out and just relax here for a minute, and I'll go get it? And he was literally no more than six feet away from me. And he sat down in, in one of the seats, and he was looking at, uh, uh, it looked like a planner, like a planner, you know, back in the day. And So he uh, he was looking at that, and he had a, had a signature ponytail, he had the white beard, he had, the, like I said, a white hat on, and his jacket actually said, Fox on the front and then on the back it said NFL on Fox that's what it said and he sat down he might have been maybe 8 feet away but he was definitely no more than that and he sat down and he just looked over at me and was like hey how's it going brother and I don't do it a Carlin impression but anyways uh, I, you know kind of acknowledged me I was like that's nice I'm like Jesus Christ that's fucking George Carlin are you kidding me what I said I said I'm good I said, I'm good, Mr. Carlin. He goes, oh, no, no, call me George. I, I thought it was cool. I didn't even know the guy. Like, I don't know him. But anyway, so he he, he goes, uh, he said, oh, man, these early morning flights, they suck. I said, yeah, um, I I don't like them, but at least you get out here and you still got your day ahead of you. You know, because you take off from East Coast at 8.20, 8.30 in the morning. By the time you get out to L.A. because of the time differential and everything else like that, it's like 10, 10.30, 10.45 in the morning. And so you still got the rest of your day. You're jet lagged as shit, but you can at least probably get to 8, o'clock, eight or 9 o'clock at night. And then, um, if you can, and then, uh, you know, go and sleep all night. Then you're up at California time the next day. That's, well, anyways, I said, yeah, I don't like doing that. I don't like doing them either. And he goes, uh, well, what brings you to L.A.? And I said, well, actually, I'm, I'm trying to leave. And he, he goes, well, you know you're in the wrong part, right? I said, yeah, I know. I said, my flight was canceled, so I'm down here just kind of keeping out of the way because my the next available flight isn't until 1245 and or something like that. I think it actually got delayed to like 130. It was ugh, shitty. But um, he goes, oh, he goes, where are you from? I said, well, what are we doing out here? I said, I was out here doing some doing some comedy sets. He's like, oh, you're a comedian. Cool, cool, cool. Did you get up anywhere? And I said, um, I hung out at the store, and I hung out at the Laugh Factory um, comedy store. I hung out at the Laugh Factory a little bit, but I got on some, at some small places, and I managed to get myself onto this little music, or not music, this little um, comedy night Um at uh, I don't want to say like a festival, but it was a, it was a little kind of comedy festival show that was on at the Hollywood Improv. So I got on at that. I said, but that was really it. I was mostly just hanging out, and just exploring. And he goes, well, what do you, you know, you're gonna, how long have you been doing stand up? I said, a couple of years. He goes, that's cool. All right, well, that's you know, if you like it, if it's in you, you'll do it. Which I've always remembered. I've always said that myself. And. Uh, he goes, well, I said, what? I said, I said, what's your name? And I said, I'm John. He goes, oh, nice to meet you, John. And I said, what are you doing out here in, in L.A.? And he goes, um, well, I'm out here for my new book. I got to talk to my my uh, publishing agent, and I want to do some shows. I got some shows I'm going to do, some theaters. So, yeah, I would imagine. You're not going to be doing the, you know, the chuckle hut or anything like that. But um, 
but his his book Brain Droppings, which I actually own that book because it's a great book. And he uh, he said he was out here taking care of that, and he you know he hadn't been out there in a while, so he said he wanted to get out there and visit. So why does it do that? I got my buy a new cord. Sorry. So anyways, so uh, I, we just kind of talked. He's like, well, what, what comics do you like? I said, oh, I love you. And I like, uh, I told him some of the comics I liked. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that guy. Actually, it was funny because he said that, because uh, um, I told him I like Mitch Hedberg. And I don't know if you ever heard of Mitch Hedberg. Mitch Hedberg was so funny. But George actually was like, yeah. He goes, I see the humor and the joke, but I don't know how, how much I like the delivery of it. Okay. Um. I said, what about the hippy-dippy weatherman? If you know your Carlin history. And he's like, no, no, that was my shit. He, he, and he's not doing that, so it's all right. Whatever. Anyway, so anyways, so I see a... It wasn't a limo. It was a Lincoln town car. Pulls up to the to the front. You know, they got the, the sliding glass doors on that thing. And uh, that guy gets out the front passenger seat. Some other dude was driving. And he, he starts walking in. And, he, and I had a disposable camera inside my front pocket of my jacket um because it was like early november if i remember correctly in la and it was kind of a cold rainy day and it's LA, but it's, it's, a, it's a light little jacket i had a disposable camera in my front pocket right in the front pocket of my jacket inside pocket and i still want to just pull it out and be like could i just get a picture could i just please <clears throat> and and um i didn't though i didn't I just, I just i was like just you know just be cool you know figure if people believe me about this you know, they believe me. It's just like my, when I talked about Jay Leno. That really happened. Did I talk to Jay Leno, or excuse me, did you talk to Jay Leno on the phone? Absolutely. Did I get to talk to uh, George Carlin for a few minutes in LAX? Absolutely. You can believe me or not. I don't care. I know what I heard and saw. So, whatever. But, uh, yeah, so the, the guy came up and he goes, the guy in the suit comes up and he says, uh, Mr. Carlin, the, the car is out is outside and we're ready to go. And he picks up Carlin's suitcase and Carlin had like a little, he had like a little white canvas bag and he had a bunch of stuff in that. Like one of those ones you win off from like PBS when you donate money to PBS. It didn't say PBS on it. It had some other weird logo on it, but he had that. And um, so, yeah, so then we, he just kind of turned around and he said, John, it was great to meet you. Thanks for being cool. And I was like, yeah, man. I said, my, my friends are never going to believe this. And he goes, well, I tell your friends that it's real, but I don't fucking know them. And he said, well, if they don't believe you, hey, at least at least we know we had a talk, right? And I said, absolutely. You have a great day, sir. And he goes, oh, thanks for being cool, John. And he turned around and he walked out the door. And he got in that back of that Lincoln town car and and drove away. Well, he wasn't driving. He rode away. So, yeah, that was my George Carlin story. I just sat there like, what, what the hell just happened? It was crazy. It was really crazy. So... Like I said, you believe it, you believe it. If you don't, you don't. But it happened. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of our show. I hope you enjoyed it. Episode number nine. Um, Liz was going to be on the next episode. Well, as in being this one, but it just hasn't worked out as far as scheduling-wise. And also the kid and him. Norm, I know. I know, buddy. No. I know, I know, you're mad. You haven't seen Liz in a while. It's not because she doesn't like you. She likes you. We both like you. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, so 
but she'll be coming back on the show soon. Um, and then, like I said, I do still have guests coming. It's timing is everything, right? And some of these people, you know, they got businesses to run, they got wives, kids, everything else. Um, so, but the list of people I have coming are is growing. I got my buddy Rob Mayer, uh, another copy man named my name David C. Wingfield. Also have a guy coming on. He's a he was a he was like a little brother to me back in the day, but um, he was a good buddy of mine. We played uh, what they call beer league hockey together up in Fairfax, um, and. Uh, He's a character, man. He's a character. You guys, you know, you guys are going to love him. He's a funny dude. Um, but uh, all, one reason I want to have him on the show is, well, I want to tell some old hockey stories from back in the day. But also, um, he's a he's a good he's a good kind of he's an amateur sports analyst. So um, I'm gonna I got to work on this week trying to get him on, and and Liz on the show. We've made some um, studio upgrades. Also, I need music people. Can somebody make me a song, like a good intro song? I know I've taken the minimalist uh, attitude as far as, or approach to making this podcast. And I like it because uh, some of the podcasts I listen to, they don't. But man, I would love some good some good intro music. Just something. Um, somebody told me they were making me a song. I haven't heard anything back. So I don't know. Give me Maybe I'll switch it up. I'll play some intro music one episode and some another or I can have intro and then outro is that how you call it I don't know play out music anybody has any ideas let me know please like subscribe download tell your friends uh, as always make sure you give to charity well there's there's a sponsorship button on my Spotify page still working on Apple Podcast. I made some adjustments in the show and the way it's set up that hopefully they will finally approve it Ooh, they are there I don't know I, I guess because I don't have, really have money, they're it's they're stricter on me, or I don't know. I know what these guys, other guys do. They have money, and they just maybe they just pay more, or they pay it all, and and um, that's how they get on. But um, there's a yeah, listener support button on my Spotify page. If you can throw me a buck or two, that would be awesome. If not, you know, uh, but if you don't want to, uh, but, but as I always say, you know, if there's a charity you could give it to, give it to the charity. Um, one of the things is uh, any any child uh, charity, especially ones that, uh, well, of course, take care of sick kids, but also ones, and I've talked about it before in the past, where, you know, obviously school's been out for a while, but, um, you know, when I was a kid growing up, you know, I, I was, my family wasn't starving. We weren't, we didn't have a whole lot, but we weren't starving. And I know there were a lot of kids that were in my school that their best meal of the day was lunch. And they didn't know when, they, when their next meal would be, except for the next day they were at school. So, <clears throat> any any charity that supports uh, anything, food back, wounded warrior project, they are definitely needed uh, right now because in this pandemic, a lot of these um, wounded veterans are not able to get out. So, what you can do is you can help them support video services um, and virtual consultation, consult, yeah, consultations, as far as them getting some maybe some help uh, physically, mentally, whatever they may need. Uh, very important. Um, never forget those who served uh, our country and make sure we take care of them. Uh, Feed America. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess that's it. So do something nice for each other tomorrow for somebody. Just call somebody, say hi. Call somebody you haven't talked to in a while and say hi. Uh, call me if you got my number. I'll be around. I'm not giving it out on, the, on this thing, though. Too many crazy people. Um, but yeah, so, um, stay focused, stay together, uh, 
Um, try to get out. Just go drive around for a little bit. That's what I've been doing. Just driving around. But you're burning up gas. Well, yeah, it's better than banging my head against the wall. Um, I guess that's it. I don't know. I'm rambling on now. So you guys, let me check my notes. Make sure there's nothing else I wanted to put on here. No, I don't think there is. Okay. So. All right. So anyway, like I said, like, subscribe, download. Thank you for listening so much to episode number nine. I'm climbing up there. Next one's two double digits. Oh, that sounds stupid. Anyways, next one's double digits and uh, uh, double Ds. Alrighty, had to say it. <laughs> you guys take care. I'll talk to you as soon as possible. All right, bye.